I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to the sport of it's episode fifty-seven. Is it fifty-seven? Fifty-seven. I don't know. Rockets here. Uh, I'm John Marthaler. Our original podcast sponsor, Rocket, is in the studio. By which we mean my dining room. Shut the hell up, Stu. <laughs> I hey, think buddy. I think that's the only reason he's here is to abuse Stu, which, frankly, I think we're all in favor of. I usually have to pay twenty bucks for a guy to beat me up. <laughs> That's fair enough. Also in the studio is Mike Rand making his 49th podcast appearance. Yeah, 49th, 49th or 5th or 6th or something like that. I think this his first number... time as a dad, though. His first time as a dad. Yeah, we'd like to say congratulations. I think we did say that once, but... I think so. I don't think he was here, though. Yeah, I don't think he was here, so just go ahead and congratulations on Thank you. siring offspring. That's always... I do what I can. It's an exciting time for Good all Good job of us. having sex with Mike. Yeah, well, I mean, Yeah. It's, it's it happens sometimes. <laughs> All those diagrams I've been sending you over the years finally paid off. That's good. Good. Yeah, the Mexican bullfighting ring. <laughs> yeah, that was the genesis of it all. You've heard almost yeah. everybody else already. Stu is up in St. Cloud. Uh, hey guys, how's it going? Uh, Clarence is down in Canna Falls. What's up, fuckers? And down in the southern portion of the United States is Brandon. Yodis B. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> what would that be a euphemism for exactly? Yeah, the southern part of the United States, I don't know. <laughs> the don't SEC country? It. My mic keeps drooping. <laughs> That's why John is. That is That's what happens after. Also, also not a euphemism. <laughs> so, um, I think we can probably just start off by talking about how much we enjoyed last night. And <laughs> the wild winning and Rand chewing us all out on Twitter People for daring to complain Twitter. about... <laughs> One of the worst. <laughs> do you really feel this way about the refereeing? I do, actually. I really do. So I, 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 I will, I will temper my thoughts by saying that was a particularly bad call. But I also do believe that we get way too worked up about it. Why would we not get worked up about it, though? I don't know. Can you control it? Well, I can't control anything about this stupid sport, but that doesn't <laughs> sure. control me, stop me from yelling at the television. It, it, it seems like the lowest hanging fruit for a sports fan. So complain about the referee. We should be You're reaching the for... Fruit. Shut up. Shut up, Clarence. 
my fruit hangs plenty low, I'll have you know. <laughs> that's, the ru- that's the rumor. <laughs> We're going to edit that out and somehow get like a sound effects thing where we're just going to play Rand saying that all the time. I don't time. even know what that means. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I get I get it, you know, and sometimes I get mad too, but I... Sometimes I, I, I you got, get mad. I got tired. I get tired of it. In, I got tired of it in that series. I, I thought it was a, a crush, and I was really glad the wild won. A crush. <laughs> oh my god. I love you, Clarence. Oh, you're insane. Go, no, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I, I promise I'll bite right through my tongue, but I won't do talk it. anymore. Do it. Bite, I'll just bite right condescendingly laugh every time you say something. That's it. But I'll like let it. you finish. Um. I, oh, there we go. Now I can hear. Uh, I can hear myself talk now, <laughs> which I couldn't before. Why are you criticizing our horrible audio setup? <laughs> Nobody needs to know about that. Nobody needs to know about that at all. Uh, it it just bothered me. It bothered me in particular last night that we were all of a sudden on to complaining again, and I'm just glad they won in in spite of whatever was going on. Not that anybody knows who I am or cares what I have to to say, but I, I tend to agree do. with Mike in in. Like I mentioned to him last night, about 99% of the time, that the whining about officiating is a loser's game, right? You just can't, you can't do anything about it. Bad calls come and they go, and that's the way that it is. But last night was a particularly bad time to try to make that stand. That's why it was so fun. <laughs> it was a cool hill to die on, as I told you before. Exactly. Right. <laughs> well, that, we were. I think the wild fan base was all riding on pins and needles at that point, anyway. Yes. And then you just jumped on to say, "Yeah, everybody quit whining. <laughs> this is not a big deal." And we all just wanted to reach through our computer screens and slap your own. Yeah, my, my favorite part was uh, my favorite part was everybody following Clarence's lead by just replying no. <laughs> There's like ten different people. I no, sh- I actually did that without seeing Clarence's response. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw Let oh he did go. oh several other. Let people it go. Well. Um, Let it go. Let it go. Oh man. Yeah, this is I, what I came to. This is why I wanted to be on the podcast. To I, listen I, to that. I just would like to thing. say too. Uh, pr- a little callback to a, a previous uh, post I did earlier this year and video I did. Uh, I still think the Timberwolves might oh, be the least <laughs> <laughs> might be the least dysfunctional franchise. <laughs> oh, All right, that's a joke. I that's a joke. actually think that post was less crazy than your referee comment last okay. night. Why is that? The, let's let's hear the let's hear the counterpoint to uh, whining about referees. The counterpoint was <laughs> there's there's goals where a guy might be standing, let's say like one foot in the crease and one foot out of the crease, and you do the overhead cam That's shot, right. and the announcers are saying, "Man, it, was that did he, he interfere with the goalie? Did that really cause any problems with the play itself?" He didn't have one foot in the crease and one foot out of the crease. He had one foot in the crease. And one foot in the net. Yeah, I don't think I've ever fucking seen one, anything like that. One was, was in one the net. In the one was in Kemper's crotch. <laughs> he had his his butt was on Kemper's face. He was giving him the Rikishi stink face. Buy him dinner with one foot in the net and one in the crease. Okay, and the ref. Well, it's not like the ref was. So then they showed the still, and it's not like the ref was looking at you know the D or looking elsewhere. He was staring. Right at it because it's not a reviewable play. Goal interference is not a reviewable play. So the ref's got to make it. He's standing there staring at it, and I can't for the life of me think what was going through his head. Thinking, no, that looks perfectly legitimate. The guy's standing in the net, 
sitting on the goalie. Well, what, have they what, offered what, a statement or anything like the league? Usually they, on something this. They, sometimes they do. I, I think usually what happens is if if it, I think if the Wild would have lost, they might have sought something like that. I think usually when a team ends up winning anyway, they they just they it's kind of water under the bridge. I, I don't know that to be. I don't know that to be a. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know that to be a fact, but I think the, the apology usually comes in a in the case of yeah. the team ends up losing, and since the Wild ended up winning, I think that's less of an instance. I was wondering if okay. it was. But the, what the, didn't their point of view was he was pushed into it? I don't think he was. No, I, I think he what I heard really. today about it was that the the call was the referee behind the net thought the call or the puck might have gone in because of a stick. high stick. Right. And so then he started to confer with the other uh, officials about that, and so that when they went to go to review it, it was a review of the high stick. But exactly right. as you say, Clarence, the goalie interference can't be reviewed. So, but what I still don't quite get is if you thought it was a high stick, why in the world are you waving it off and then pointing toward the net? I mean, what what was that <laughs> that mid switch? Yeah, there was who, who no knows? part of it that made any sense. And those, you know what? Those things happen. It didn't. It was a bad call. Those things happen. And, and you're fuming about it, and you're like, this is bullshit. And also to note that the penalty that they scored on the power play, the guy, you know, it was a bullshit call there to begin with. They shouldn't have even been on the power play. Set all of that aside. That it makes you frustrated. Then you go on the Twitter machine, <laughs> only the Twitter to machines. see Michael's comment <laughs> of, everybody just come down. Man, you got my, you got my voice down. You got my voice down. Head. It's like you're on so, the gasoline so are we? Do we have any kind of... Oh, my God. Are, how, close, how close are we on the general point about referee whining? You and me, Clarence. Uh, I mean... Nah, in Minnesota... Extremely far apart. Like Clarence wants to kill referees. He just he wants does. to have them as like a, bl- as a blood I, I sport. Think I think uh, he's in favor of that. So don't, I, don't let him leave the airport. I've seen you tweet that before. I, yeah. I have. I hate all referees. I hate all authority. I hate. I know authority figures. <laughs> I have a chip. Of, NASA is he up is on the fucking. He is a sovereign citizen of the United <laughs> States of America. The Mars rover looks down on Earth and asks, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's the chip on Clarence's shoulder. I can see that from <laughs> fucking up here. I don't, I hate refs, all authority figures. So you and I are universes apart. You, you're, probably, you're probably like, you're the greatest Minnesota sports fan that I know just because you, you, have, you harbor a lot of the classic resentments, but mm-hmm. you actually know what you're talking about in a lot of cases you, you're the you're you're a very interesting case study in in minnesota sports fan no what he is is he's a, he's a classic case study before <laughs> right he's a classic <laughs> <laughs> from many different figures doctors psychologists so that's always good to hear i guess <laughs> I'm sorry, Rocket. No, no, I guess, no, uh, as as, uh, someone who is credentialed, uh, let me give my opinion on you, Clarence. I I respect you. I I don't like or trust you, but I respect you. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason why I respect you is because you are a backwoods uh, hick... Yes. Um, <laughs> irrational. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh my god! In spades. 
I don't even know what the what the proper word is. Rackets are we just getting to the, the which, which doesn't happen often? No, this right? is this is a rarity. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you really this. you really are you just a, 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 a out in a sticks hillbilly. But <laughs> but your self awareness about being an out of the sticks hillbilly it really is astounding because uh, most people in your position don't recognize just how. Uh, irrationally ridiculous they are. They say, "Well, I don't, I don't have a lot of book learning, but I got plenty of common sense." And like, no, you don't. But the beauty of you, Clarence, is, is that you recognize just how delusional and, and goofy you are, which mm-hmm. is which is just like a heightened level of of understanding. And and it's it's funny because I really believe, in some respects, you and I have. Have had parallel lives. I've listened to this <laughs> podcast in, in uh, a lot, and so I know you and I are about the same age. We both played hockey. Uh-huh. Uh, sure. uh, both lived the the bulk of our lives in, in North Dakota and Minnesota, and and I feel like at some point, uh, perhaps at a point in time when I was too young to really remember, whatever power or authority there is in the universe came to me and said, uh, hey, Rocket, you, you know, you, you got two choices in life. <laughs> John's already laughing. <laughs> you got two choices in life, right? You can uh, you can struggle a little bit, but but it's going to lead to some interesting and, and new things, right? You, you'll be able to, to, to travel all over the country and, and the world a little bit, uh, but it's going to take a, a little bit of experimentation, a, a little bit of Ooh. trial and error. Some you're, you're going to be uncomfortable sometimes. Male right? prostitution. <laughs> that's kind of, God, that's that's where he was going. With Look, that. hey, that's trial fine. and error. What can I say, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, but you're going to have to take some chances uh, to get there. And uh, the, the alternative take a chance, take a chance, take a take a chance, chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. That's good, Stu. That's good, Stu. Right? Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. The alternative, of course, is that, uh, you know, you can live a relatively comfortable life, right? But you're not really going to do much or or go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I really think that uh, in this crucial moment in life, I said, well, all right, I'll I'll be a little more uncomfortable, but I'll I'll see a little bit of the world. And I really believe, Clarence, that the exact same thing happened to you. And I believe that whatever force there is in the universe gave you this exact same scenario and said, all right, you need to take a chance or, or live this relatively comfortable life. And, and you said, uh, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be comfortable. And I also believe that that was the exact moment in time when someone stuck a bowl of rice in front of your face. <laughs> 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 Jesus, he has most of the podcast. He, oh said, he, he just he, you just said to yourself, "Fuck this! I have to take a stand." Right, and that's where it all started. Man's like got to live for something. And <laughs> it's true. What Clarence lives for is a hatred of ethnic food. Yeah, it's a it's a place to be. Man, that was Casey, deep. That was no, that's do that Stu next. <laughs> well, Stu, well. Stu is uh, I. Uh, God bless Stu. Stu is the <laughs> box of smashed assholes on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honest to God, right? Uh, I listen to this. I don't know why I listened to it. I don't know why I piss away an hour and a half yep, of life. That's the way day. everyone feels about this idiotic it's just, podcast. It's just goofy, but Stu really is just the box of smashed assholes, right? Because nothing <laughs> from him for 20 minutes, right? Nothing. And then all of a sudden, he just can't help himself, right? And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, like he's a Bob Mold. <laughs> right? <laughs> Indie rocker. I don't know. It's just, it, you know, and... 
not a necessarily a lot of insight or, or anything <laughs> that uh, uh, contributes to, to the conversation, but just a, the random non sequitur that, that uh, I don't know, gives this ridiculous stew its spice. I <laughs> I didn't know this was going to be a sportive. Who wants punch? I didn't know this was going to be a sportive <laughs> roast. This is cool. <laughs> so it turns it completely into a roast. Yeah, now do Brandon. Oh, Brandon. Oh, my God, Brandon. Brandon, here's what I love about you, Brandon. Here we okay. go. Oh, shit. <clears throat> you are oh, Patino's there. You are ridiculous. You are ridiculous when you talk about hockey. You drive me insane when you talk about hockey. Because the thing is, is when you talk about hockey, you remind me exactly of a guy <laughs> who is looking for any excuse to break up with his otherwise perfect girlfriend. <laughs> That's exactly what you sound like. It's just, it's just stunning, right? It's like, oh, guys, I don't know. I, I got to break up with Sally here. It's uh, Sally, her, what are you, 80 years old? Her, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got to break up with her, guys. Her, her boobs are too big. What is yeah, it looks so nice right now. Your bloomers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't interrupt me. I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing a thing here. I'm all right. doing a thing. All right. All right. What podcast is this? All right. All right. But yeah, you're like, oh my god, man, I gotta break up with her. Her boobs are just too big. I, I can't handle it. And like, when she's on top of me, they're all flopping around in my face. And and then when they're all up there. I, 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 I feel this this need to sort of to suckle on her nipples, right, just so mm-hmm. that they're not flopping in my face like this. And, I just want to interrupt just... to say that Mike actually physically recoiled right then <laughs> from Rocket. It's, it's typical. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they're just bouncing, so they start sucking sure. on her nipples, and 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 this just sends her into the stratosphere, right, right, and it just takes like no time after that. She just has this explosive orgasm, right, and it's just it's the most intense thing you've ever seen in your entire life, and it's crazy because I can actually physically see the sky open up and the hand and of then. God reach down and picks her up and lifts her up into the heavens. The angels are singing, and for the briefest of moments, she's allowed to stare into the face of God, and she understands the meaning of life, right? And she's looking at God, and God smiles, and she gets it. She understands. She knows. And then just after a few brief moments, the hand of God slowly lowers her back into the room where we're at, at which point she opens her eyes. And she looks at me. Yes, Brandon. She looks Wait. at me, and oh my God! Follow she's, along, Brandon. Come on. She stares into. She looks at me, and, but she doesn't just look at me. She she stares into my soul, and she sees something about me, and she she knows that we are connected in a way that that no two human beings have ever been connected before in their entire lives and she says to me we are soulmates we will be together forever i have loved you like no other human being will ever love another human being don't you guys just hate that shit (laughs) (laughs) well isn't that just terrible your your entire soliloquy reminded me of something i wanted to tell you about (laughs) your your mother and i (laughs) (laughs) You stay away from Rocket's mom. She's a nice lady. (laughs) John is contractually obligated to say these things after last night. I promised via text during the Wild game last night that I would never again make fun of Rocket's mom or Mike's mom if the Wild came back and won. And it happened. Oh, Oh, no, you're out, Al. Wow. 
Well, Rocket, then do one John. Thing I, um, oh. I appreciate about um, about you. Probably my favorite thing about you is when you know an analogy makes no sense whatsoever. The number one rule is just start talking about titties. <laughs> yep. <laughs> distract them. Yep. They're going to be very happy, and they're going to go, "Hey, cool analogy, man. I really like that." The, uh, especially, especially the third minute of the analogy about titties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after the first half hour, I wasn't sure, but an hour or two, it really kicked in. The third you see, Brandon, I'm I'm with you to a point, but I don't understand why you needed the first half of your statement. I think the the takeaway is really just start talking about titties. <laughs> yeah, that's the true. best. It works really in any scenario. The best part for me of that story was the hopes that somebody, some listener out there was like, honey, come in, you gotta listen to these podcasts, these guys are hilarious, just listen to this part with, oh, oh, it's not usually like this, it's not usually <laughs> they like don't, this, this has never oh. happened to me, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. So, so um, do the Wild win one get... game next round, or they get no. swept? 4-0, swept. Really? That's very depressing. Yeah. You think it's that yeah. bad? You, you think the, you're down on the Briz? Is that the big problem? Uh, they, I'm down on... Yeah, well, that's where it begins. <laughs> that's problem sure. number one. The uh, The other problem is that Chicago has uh, far better forwards and, uh, and, and better D, too. Oh, so, right. And their goaltending is uh, also better. Those are two well, we already factors, covered the right? goaltending. Yeah, so the most important thing is the goaltending is... Chicago's is superior, and not so much that they have a good goalie. It's right. like the wild situation is, you know, who the fuck knows what's going to happen. Uh, their actual talk today was about Josh Harding. Yeah, I, mean, I saw that. You know, is he going to dress? That's a guy that hasn't played in what, how many since months? Christmas, like, right? Basically, yeah, since Christmas. Yeah, that was a legitimate second round of the playoffs. That was legitimate talk today. Right. It was about a guy that hasn't played since Christmas. Is he going to dress? That's not even to begin talking about the forwards and, and the deep, right. how much better Chicago's are. Now, maybe they, the Wild have better depth. Maybe at forward? Me? Maybe. That's the only spot where they maybe have an advantage is at depth and forward. And that's only Other if Heater's that, still rolling. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That's only if Heater and that third line is still rolling. Oh, yeah. Because that line was good last night. That, got, that line was so good last night, and I, I had no idea that that was going to happen. I kept I kept making fun of that Brodziak line until it became clear that they were the Wild's best forward line, and I had to. That's not they were. Yeah, I mean him and Heatley and Niederreiter. That was yeah. that won the game. Well, it, and it begins and ends with Niederreiter. I mean, he, it all keys off of him, that, yeah. which is good. That's that's on Yo for finally putting together some combination that will get Brodziak and Heatley going. That's on the coach. That I mean, it maybe it took him what ninety, 90 games to yeah, so figure it out. Game eighty nine, we got the formula down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that said, he actually it happened, so you got to give him credit. The one good thing about Yo's coaching style is that every forward is played on a line with every other forward on the Wild this year. So, well, that and actually half the goalies and yeah, and uh, some of the assistant coaches have played in there. Yep. Yeah, just keep mixing everybody. Hendrickson in. had a couple goals this year. That was a good year for him. <laughs> Trainer. But that actually it, it raises another question. I'm curious about what you guys think about it, which is, you know, are the Wild actually better off for winning this playoff series if we assume that Yo would have been fired if they had lost? Because I'm, I still don't, I still don't quite know how to assess him. I'm not sure I... whether he's a good coach or or not. I mean, he looks well. All right, I've I've told enough stories. I'm gonna I, tell you what I think about him. I th- I think you're always better off winning. I, I think you know it's it's a it's a it's a it's a bad kind of precedent to to wish against 
actually advancing in the playoffs because that that does something for you. Well, yeah, but I mean, ultimately, I, I know that's not I know the question. Saying. The I know question is, right? are they better off with Yo or with someone else? And and this success, of course, means that he's going to be around for at least another year. I would think yeah, probably think, two or three. I think, yeah, the, dis- the discussion of his job status has to be, I would imagine, off the table. Yeah, I think point. it's over. They, at this I think point. I think that's. That's 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 pretty evident. It, it, has he has he grown into this job enough that we can be confident? In it? I, I think that I think you're right. I think the jury is is still a little bit out on that. But I don't also know if starting over right now is you know would have would, would be the way to go either. Because I you know I think they've they've got a little something going at the very least. And I think he's shown enough at this point to you know to to warrant the the, the faith that he can that he's growing into a, a good coach. Would you prefer him over Barry Trotz? I don't know. I don't. I mean, they both kind of look like Charlie Brown in some way. <laughs> Trots more than Yo. You know, but. I actually will say I'll t- th- this is what Yo reminds me of. Okay, he reminds me. You know, you're sitting at a. Uh, I don't know. You're at a, you're at a work thing or whatever. You're you're just you just want to have lunch by yourself. Right? Ready for, Brandon, get ready for another analogy. Yeah, it's gonna. It's this oh, one. That okay. T- I'm gonna go regrill the. I'm gonna go regrill the kitchen. Oh, that's a okay. good idea. That's uh, a good idea. And that's also probably yeah. a euphemism, but that's cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're sitting there. You're sitting there at lunch. You're sitting by yourself. You just want to sit there and you want to eat your hamburger, right? You're at you're at the diner. You just want to eat your stupid hamburger while you're at the diner. You got you, you forgot the newspaper or whatever. You're yeah. just well, looking around. Seriously, what year are your analogies? <laughs> <laughs> why would you do that? Why would you say that? Yeah, people can still have new, people can still have nice things like newspapers exactly. and playoff victories. <laughs> so you're sitting there without your iPad for pardon me, Captain Technology. You so you you left your iPad in the car. And you're just kind of looking around, right? And you happen to see Mike Yo sitting there, uh, or someone who looks exactly like him. Uh, Mike Yo looks like the kind of guy who, if he caught you, you know, just kind of glancing at him at the deli or at the at the cafe or whatever would be like what what are you looking at what are you looking at well i won't say that part but. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like the guy who would get really mad at you yeah. you know if he just and he has i don't know he's got that dopey look about him that that uh, well then fire him well, that's clearly <laughs> the only answer yeah yeah makes sense no yeah, i fire the dopes I think it's pretty clear at this point that Yo's job is safe. Yeah, I think I, I think your Rocket's larger question is: Is that a good thing? Yeah, that's I think what, I I like you said. I don't think it's a good thing to start over with a new system, given the number of young players they have coming up. I don't know if it's a good thing to start over and with somebody new, whoever that might be, Barry Melrose or Barry Trotz or whoever. No, <laughs> not, not Barry Melrose. Playing. Probably no, not probably not, not Barry Melrose. No. Didn't matter a whole lot. Is that not right? Well, if they're John Tortorella, they do, and <laughs> yeah. that they hurt your team the whole season, and finally he gets fired. Okay. So they do matter more than baseball. They, like, if, if Gardy got fired, you wouldn't be like, oh, boy, here we go. Got to start over. He'd be like, fine. That's No, but that's because the Twins have an entire organizational <laughs> philosophy that can't be solved by the firing of one man. Okay. No sure, matter. I mean, yeah, that's a larger issue, but it wouldn't matter. Like, it wouldn't affect next year's win no. total if he left or stayed. But hockey seems a little bit more. Well, hockey's more, a little more like basketball in that. Yeah, it's way, a little more strategic, a little more system driven, as opposed to, uh, you know, they call it baseball. You don't they don't call a baseball guy a coach. They call him a manager for a reason. They're kind of 
He's kind of the coordinator of everything. He's not. He's right. involved with little in-game strategy, but really it's not rocket science. You're just trying to get 25 guys to not hate each other. How come your mm-hmm. NHL column for your handball wasn't called Rocket Science? <laughs> I didn't come up with the title. Really good point. Rocket's red glare just seemed... It just seemed appropriate. Yeah, I guess it was just it was a little. It was, it was one. It was one pun or another, John. <laughs> I mean, you know, we can't have all the puns. <laughs> when your name is Rocket, you can have all the. puns. You can't have all the puns. I guess you have all the puns available. Rocket to you. Science, Rocket's Red Glare. That's it. That's it. Those, those something two. with Bottle Rocket. Bottle Rocket. Uh, yeah. Rocket. Suck my rocket. <laughs> no, that's you know that's something. I don't know. I invite you to do so. That's something. That's something. <laughs> Thanks. All right, so let me ask you guys. A, can I ask you guys a question? Nope. I um, yep. Yep. Why is hockey Twitter so <laughs> terrible? Why there's a there's a hockey there's like a special hockey sport. Twitter like twitter.com slash hockey and then you go there like and it's special. When, when people are tweeting during hockey games, it's yeah. the worst. It's worse than football tweeting and baseball and basketball tweeting. Give me an example Come before we yeah, help, consider help. <laughs> your slanderous allegation of impropriety, impropriety as a question. Help me out, Brandon. I actually I, I don't have a Twitter account. I just occasionally check other people's every now and then. Why, why is oh, that's it worse? What makes He's it, a Twitter lurker. Yeah, that's about it. Just, uh, just get a Twitter account. It's easier than going to sp- – do you go to different websites? Like you click um, twitter.com yeah, slash this guy, then this guy, then this guy. All right. Um, but what well, makes it I was, worse? What I makes... was definitely on um, Team Rand last night about um, people complaining. I oh, thanks for you. Fucking clown. Fucking Christ. I respect you, Clarence. I respect you. I tuned in to watch the game yesterday, mostly just because... I don't know. I mean, it's my Twitter account, so it's kind of my own fault. But there's like, you know, 20 people on there that are actively watching the game and paying attention to it. And I just kind of wanted to know. It's like the same reason that I watch the Grammys, you know? Like, I don't really give a shit about the Grammys. I just want to hear about the jokes. And you want to be a part of something. I want to. I, I just want friends. It's a community, it's a community event. It's a, it's a gathering. It's a, it's a yeah. great American sports bar. So I don't mind bitching about the refs if there's something t- positive to, like, back it up. But... To me, it's either bitching about what, the refs. Explain that. That makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, None I also zero. agree with Rocket there. Pretty much zero. I don't mind um, being negative if you're also sometimes making jokes or being insightful or offering something positive. Like I'll let you, like like a person, I'll let you bitch for a while if you also bring something else to the table, sort of to offset that, right? So it doesn't sound. Like, it doesn't, do it doesn't sound like you're. It sounds like you're saying not just that hockey Twitter is the worst, but that hockey fans are the worst. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are you guys are the guys that I'm podcasting with? You guys are very funny people. But when hockey comes, guys, Hallie is just I just I can't I can't deal with her anymore. So those goddamn boobs are just always in my face. It's awful. What's my feed last night was was nothing was but was serious, completely serious. I posted a picture of fucking. The Cleaver. <laughs> that was great. I love that, by the way. The Beaver. Cle- Mateen and Mateen Cleaves. Cleaves. That was the best. I was doing nothing but nonsense even, baloney. Even with all the think. slander you were throwing my way last night, I favored at those two tweets. Because it, it, it was just that good. It was just that yeah. good. <laughs> but Okay, so those say, jokes, though, Clarence, are... To me, and again, I know that it's sort of weird to talk about Twitter as like this universal thing when we all have our own separate personalized feeds. So 
my experience was obviously different from your guys' experience, but I just feel like most of the people like in our community of people that we know, obviously us and, and our friends, mm-hmm. and there's like the other ring of people that we don't know personally, but we are always sure. communicating with on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, none of those people are listening to this podcast, by the way. The first group, yes. Those 11 people are listening to this podcast. Everybody yeah. else, go ahead and slander them. Everybody else is funny in general, and usually when I'm, when I'm watching Twins games or even fucking Vikings games, and football's the worst for fans, it's usually something that's a little more, I don't know, like it's, it, was just, it was just straight up conspiracies and ref mm-hmm. bitching. Well, and don't, don't you think your sample in. size is a little... Uh, yeah, game seven game of seven a playoff series exactly. is not the best <laughs> yeah, time to be judging hockey I, Twitter. I would, I would agree uh, that that's probably... I think last night was the worst example of a year full of examples. So it was more so active last night. I met obviously. this girl wearing a wedding dress, and uh, man, she's oh, just a basket case. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> basket. Man, it was all about her all day long. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I got to break up with her. I I don't know. It just seems like it brings out the worst in people on Twitter. Well, like it's uh, very Brandon. Everything uh, brings I, out the worst in me I on would, Twitter. I would not disagree no, with that after last baseball, night. Baseball, football basketball there's usually some sort of insights or interesting points to be made all of this is all the time is oh these fucking refs don't want us to win they've got it out in this particular series that is absolutely true so you point it out what what more is there to say is that a sport like, of fact? Well, the guy... Everything so, is well, absolutely when you, when true. When robbed your house, it's like you had more insight on it than this really sucks that my house got... I didn't feel like, what Brandon, what a jerk. He's not turning a humorous spin on the guy that <laughs> I don't broke into it. I'm also looking for interesting in some way. There's like nothing... I don't know. It's must, I just Something about hockey and Twitter, the combination, is really annoying. I had to... Like, just give up on the game and Twitter yesterday because I couldn't take it anymore. You give up on the so game? Brad, you didn't so watch the game referee, because Twitter ruined it for you? I'm thinking exactly. about breaking up with her. You ever think about referee, turning Twitter off? Uh, referee no. Brad Meyer it, is horrible at his job and completely screwed the wild. And he because also likes puzzles. For us. What, what, he likes he puzzles? also enjoys Twister. What what more insight are you wanting about the game other than what I just happened? I'll tell you one thing. I wasn't asking for personal anecdotes about the referees. That's <laughs> well, what, the well, what are, are you asking for? for? I don't understand. I guess I just don't understand because I'm just a simple country folk. This is me with my thumbs in my suspenders. Just a simple hillbilly in the backwoods. I can't understand it, Brandon. I just can't. <laughs> just... I don't. I, I don't understand the joke there. What, 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 what are you doing other than accurately describing your life? That's funny. No, but, but Brandon, let me actually ask you something uh, slightly different. Since uh, uh, since I want to divert just ever so briefly from everybody piling on you for just a little tiny bit here. I've been. I've been kind of away from this. I, I know. I know. We'll get back to it. I promise. We'll get back to it. But mom joking there somewhere. You know what I'm saying. Uh, but I'm kind of curious about your opinion because you're you're more of the baseball guy. And after a month of watching the Twins play 500 ball, where do you see this team ending up at the end of the year? Because I'm I'm really sort of curious whether or not any of us have different sort of thoughts, or whether you all have any sort of different sort of thoughts about what is the ceiling for this particular team, considering what we've seen up to this point. I don't know. It's hard because it doesn't seem like a whole lot of what has happened seems overly sustainable. 
in in lots of different ways, like Kubel, Pinto, Plouffe. Those guys are all still doing really, really well, right? I haven't like looked at the past mm-hmm. few days, but I don't know if that's going to keep up all year. But then on the other hand, Meyer might come up and just shove and I'll immediately get a lot better. And so just what? Shove. 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 Do well, Perform I well. It's a I really could not connotative. figure out whether that was a positive a or negatively connotated verb right there. He's going to shove it up their asses. No. Uh-huh. That I can understand. Um, so, I don't know, 75 <laughs> wins? That's pretty much where I'm at, too. Ceiling, like maybe up. 78 wins. I think they'll probably fall somewhere between 70 and 78 wins. I don't think they'll be quite as bad as they were last year just because I think the offense is unexpectedly a little bit better than it has been just because you've, you've got a few guys outperforming what we thought they might do. And their talent level? Their talent. Well, their, their previous expectations. I think... You know me. I think a guy like Trevor Plouffe's always had a world of talent. John finishes the swing like a. You know that. I know you do think this. Yes. Uh, and I think Ar- I think once Arcia comes back, he'll he'll kind of replace some of those guys that are going to regress. Um, and uh, the the starting pitching, uh, we'll get to Mike Pelfrey later. Uh, yeah, should uh, should should start to come around to a certain degree because you know at least guys like a guy like Ricky Nolasco has a track record of at least being better than a lot of guys they're running out there last year. He may have the track record, but he stunk so far. He stunk so far, but that's... But we think Ricky Nolasco's coming back, is what we're saying. Well, I mean, that's a pretty small sample size for a guy that has a much larger sample size of being good. If we're saying saying the guys on the Twins right now are overperforming, then I think Ricky Nolasco's underperforming right now. That's probably fair. I'll give you that. Willingham hasn't been around. It's, It's just weird that it might just end up being one of those lucky seasons where these replacement guys come in for a little bit and somehow do miraculous, and then as they get cold... They're done, and the new guys that should have been there. Start eh. So, I don't know. It's it happens once in a while. Stu, are you purposely honking, Brandon? <laughs> that was. I don't know if that actually came through on the podcast, but that wasn't actually a sheep buying on the audio. That was something from the from the Google Hangouts. Uh, Clarence, an artifact. It wasn't just Clarence passing the time with his sheep. <laughs> this, this Twins game started at six o'clock tonight, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's it did. Nine seventeen right now, and it's in the top of the eighth. What does that mean? That means yeah. it's a really stupidly long game, it's as usual. Chris Johnson pitched. It's only Chris three hours long so far. It's in the top of the eighth. Well, yeah. there's two more innings to go, I guess. Right. Chris Johnson' performance was not anything. Yeah, he he, he didn't he didn't allow any runs, you guys. Pitches. Chris Johnson. Yeah. Well, does that mean yeah, they send Mike Pelfrey to AAA? So four and a third innings, four hits, six walks, no four runs. Four and a third innings. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. So basically, it was a long reliever that started the game. In the first two innings today. What's that? Ooh. That makes for a Both long game. Both starting pitchers, fifty pitches in the first two innings. Is today. that good? That's good, right? That's good. That's Mike, good. That's Mike Pelfrey, I'm I'm just like thirty really good starts away from winning that John with bet <laughs> bet with John. <laughs> yeah, for anybody who at, wasn't listening last December when Mike and I made this bet. Here, here were the terms of the bet. I had to go back and look this up today, <clears throat> yep. actually. Cause I looked it up the other day, too. The moment I made the bet, I knew I was going to win this bet. You were thirsty. So you were I, openly thirsty. celebrating. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was already spiking the football. Yeah. You're spiking the pineapple. All right. Here, here's the bet. Mike Pelfrey has to throw at least 180 innings this year, or I win. The bet could be over right there, and I would yeah. still That's the baseline. be far and away favored. But let's assume for a second he does throw 180 innings this year. 
Which he's then he has to beat to. the American <clears throat> League, the average American League starter uh-huh. in one of the following five categories: ERA, uh, expected fielding, independent pitching, uh-huh. strikeouts, X-fip. strikeout, yeah, xFIP, strikeout X-fip. to walk ratio, uh-huh. OPS against, and one more that I can't think of. There's always one I forget, but he's. I looked it up today. Before today's disastrous start, he was in the bottom ten in American League starters in every one of those categories. <laughs> and he wasn't throwing a lot of innings either, was he, John? <laughs> no, he was not throwing a lot of innings. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Peripherals aren't helping him at all. No, not I, quite. Peripherals his, are helping John have some beers. His his strikeout to walk <laughs> ratio. A good strikeout to walk ratio is what about five or six. The top no, guys. Oh, that's that's really one. that's really good. That's really one. good. Three to one's pretty good. Three to one's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mike Pelfries is point five three. That's not good. He's walking twice as many people as he strikes out. See, that's not good. You can't pitch in the major leagues and do that. No, that's not good. That's a decent ratio for a slow pitch softball pitcher. Yeah. Yeah. Which you know, I mean, we didn't say what league he had to be pitching in, right? We said the American. Oh, league. we did. <laughs> we did. We didn't <laughs> say the American could. softball. We didn't, we didn't yeah, say. That's he how could. I got out of my Elbers bet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll win seventy games. I didn't say which league. College counts. Oh yeah. So yeah, he looks. Um, he's got to be hurt, right? I guess his velocity is down, which is odd for someone in his second year back from town. I John think surgery. we should probably consider the idea that maybe he just sucks. See, but I don't think he's terrible. That's I wouldn't have made the bet if I thought he was terrible. I think he's had. I he's had have made the bet because I thought he was terrible. He's had a couple of. Marginally successful years in the major leagues. Yeah, in 1999 and no, 2000. No, no, no. Like 2010. That's not that long ago. He's not that old. He looks old, but he's not that old. <laughs> and he seems like a really nice guy. He's but, a very nice guy. Yeah. He's a very nice guy. And, and once, <laughs> he, he enjoys cool Twister. He's a cool and, guy. and once you're done mistaking Jared Burton for him, he's a great interview. <laughs> did oh, you do no. that? Yeah, I oh, certainly did that. Oopsie doodle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that would actually be it's slightly terrifying game. to me <laughs> if oh, I was Mike, going into the clubhouse. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. It was, it, was, it was not a good time. <laughs> <clears throat> did you just leave? Did you just walk? No, I, I no, I just wore it. Say, I basically. Oh, I guess we all look alike to you, huh, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> all tall pitchers look alike, huh? <laughs> yeah, which is funny because Jared Burton and Mike Pelfrey basically look nothing alike. I just was no. a total. It was a total just moment where I was. We were at Twins. I think it was before Twins Fest, and they had yeah. access to players, and I just. I was like, oh, that's Mike Pelfrey, and it was absolutely Jared Burton. I started asking about <laughs> second year back from Tommy John, and he was like, oh. uh, you, you, think, uh, you think I'm Pelfrey? Oh, no. I was like, oh, you're not oh, Pelfrey. No. You're not oh, Pelfrey. <laughs> that would suck. So basically I was – what I usually do in situations like that is I just – I own it right away. And so I went over to Perkins and started making fun of myself, and so he could start making fun of me and then made fun of me on Twitter, and then I felt better because then it was like, well, now he's being the jerk. <laughs> Smart. So you really are the new Sid Hartman, aren't you? Well, because I forget things. Well, I'm just saying. Mistake people for other people. Mistaking Jared Burton for Mike Pelfrey. I don't know what that was. Sid would do. It is, and it's not something I would usually. I I I have never actually done that before. It was just one of those things where I was like, "Oh, that's Mike Pelfrey," and brain disconnect. Nope, that's Jared Burton. He's five inches (laughs) shorter. He uh, wears his hair much differently. He's, you know, everything about him is different. But now, 
I want you to imagine for a Smells second different. that you had done this exact same thing, but that the two people involved had been a different ethnicity Smells than yours. Different. That was a joke. That part was a joke. Imagine for a second. balls jiggle differently, you uh, know? That was you saying that, not me. That was you saying that, not me. Imagine for a second that these two people were of a different ethnicity than you. How yeah. awful would you have felt? Oh, awful. I, I would have felt probably equally awful, but it would have been probably more... It would maybe it would have been more embarrassing just because it would have looked worse, but it would have been the same <laughs> honest mistake. Yeah. What if it was Wayne Hathaway and <laughs> Mike Pelfrey? <laughs> then they would have hey, had cowboy! To do drug testing. <laughs> yeah, then then we would have had a real problem. Oh God, that was a fun day. Are we talking? Have they talked at all about uh, Rick Patino being in the or Richie Patino being in the crowd here at the Twins game? No, have they said anything about it? Is he, he there a lot? I can see him. I can, yeah, he's sitting right there. Has who said the anything about it? Oh, at the, at the on the Twins game on right now. Yeah, on the Twins game that people. Oh, we're will watching. Not be watching. We're right watching now. playoff hockey right now. Sorry. Oh, I don't. Give Sorry, a shit about the East Coast. They can all fucking go in the ocean. That's <laughs> <laughs> a that's a mature response. <laughs> I, I respect you, Clarence. Well, I don't care about mature. I. Honest. It's actually it's actually been a really entertaining game, like going into overtime. But, uh, that's good for them. Yeah, it's good. For it's always nice to see a Boston team come back. It's good for hockey. That's what it is. It's good for Boston. Um, what was the question? I can't remember now. I think what you were, are we talking about again? We were talking about Mike Pelfrey, and then we yeah. got off on this digression about you mistaking him for Jared. Yeah, we started with the Twins' ceiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is the Twins' ceiling? So, all right. So now we have a sense of what the Twins' ceiling is this particular year. Does this, does what's happening this year give anybody any additional hope for the future? Or do we still believe that yes. this is an organization that makes bad choices and will continue to do so? Yes. If you're trying to focus on <laughs> Pinto uh, and Meyer are both good, and they're going to be it. around for a while. Yeah. Exactly what I was going to say. Those are the it's two bright spots in the future that yeah. have come out of this season is Pin- Meyer picking up a changeup yeah. and Pinto showing more power and just being a better hitter than we expected at this time. What Fuck about me. Dozier continuing to hit home runs? Is that a positive? Yeah. That's, 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 a, that's a positive. No, that's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, they, they've, they've coming got, around and, yeah. and showing that maybe he could be a contributor in 2016. Our podcast stance has been we only focus on people that could be here in 2016. That's, That's the actually year. actual. Officially, it could be here in two years from now, whatever the year is that we're talking about. Yeah, okay. It's always two years in the future. Always two years in the future. Up. Okay. I'm not, okay. Well, so you guys never talk about Joe Maurer? Oh. Ooh, wow. I don't. I am sad about Joe Maurer because he's striking out a lot and he's a butcher at first base so far. And the worry is that the concussion is still really affecting him. Because you got to, you, if you made the comparison with last night's wild game, Joe Maurer at first base and Darcy Kemper the last two periods of that game after hitting his head, <laughs> very similar. Is it, is there <coughs> any Joe possibility that, two years. Is, right. is there any possibility that he's actually just sulking? Because he got moved to first base? Yeah, I mean... Or for any reason. I guess we no. don't have to speculate on the reason that but he's But he's not there. trying as hard? He's not. Not that he's not necessarily <laughs> okay, trying as Dad. hard. I made my $184 million. You can move yeah, me to first base. He no, doesn't get... Or that he's decided that... sideboards of emotions that Joe Maurer has, and sulk is outside of those sideboards. He doesn't get excited. He doesn't <laughs> sulk. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't get extremely happy. You've never taken milk away from him. <laughs> he doesn't sulk. 
Well, all right. Let me let me uh, put the question this way, so that maybe you'll actually try to answer it. Which (laughs) is: Is it possible that he has decided that his role is different now that he's at first base, and so he's making adjustments that don't actually work very well for his particular skill set or what he does best? That was actually my theory. Not even close. Which is when. It's not possible. Before the season started, I had had this working theory that Joe Maurer was going to say, all right, I'm playing first base this year. I have to be more of a power bat. I'm going to strike out more, but I'm going to hit more home runs. You look at his swing, it hasn't changed at all. He's just swinging through more pitches. Mm -hmm. So I was wrong about that. And I think if our podcast historian Wade goes back, he'll find out that I predicted that Joe Maurer would hit 20 home runs this year, which I don't think is going to happen. Well, okay, since Stu doesn't actually talk on this podcast, that's not working out so well. God, it made so much sense at the time. Especially considering Suzuki was your your, uh, pick to suck. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. but it's still, I still really, feel okay about that. That's fine. It's that really, still could happen. You know, Joe Maurer is it's the it's got to be the concussion. There's you know, no other just, answer. It's, it's not possible to be any other answer after a month of baseball. It's he didn't what he stopped playing in August last year. This is yeah, his first time August, back since yeah. August. Yeah, yeah, he's he's still lingering effects from the concussion, and that's it. Nobody wants to talk about it, and that's fine. But there's no other explanation for a guy that's hit at every level since he was nine, <laughs> so suddenly he can't hit for a month? That doesn't... He got but hit in the head. he's sad? Yeah, what? <laughs> I, I don't think this means he's going to be bad. I don't either. I don't think it's going to be bad forever. forever. I don't think he's bad forever. No, I don't either. I just think it's going to take some time to yeah. shake the rust off. I, I sure hope not. I think that's fair. I mean, so, so, Marno's Marno's having a great year. Yeah, but that wasn't that depressing for about three years? Yes, just it was depressing for way guys too long. Time, yeah. Which oh. is, we focus on 2016. Mauer yeah. will be Let's get Mauer healthy for 2016. That's right. So what, is, what, is, what do his It'll stats look like at the end of this year? What is Mauer at the end of the year? Yeah, what does Mauer's stats look like at the end of this year? 295 with seven home runs. It's not like he's ter- what is he hitting like two, two seventy nine, two seventy nine. Yeah, yeah he's not. Yeah. He'll hit two ninety. So, his on base percentage will still be three eighty five. Yeah, because he walks yeah, a lot. His slugging percentage will be two eighty eight. So we're not we're not worried at all about the excessively increased strikeouts. I'm worried about that. I'm definitely oh, yeah. worried about. I'm that. worried about that. I think that's 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 worrisome just because I it doesn't come, come with around. it doesn't come with an uptick in anything else. It, it's just the signal that he's missing a lot of pitches or he's. Or he's, you know, the the most kind of conspiracy uh, theory uh, oh, Jesus. that, that uh, I'm sure Clarence will like uh, is Probably that because he, because he's not catching anymore, he's not uh, he doesn't have these buddy buddy relationships with the umps anymore, and he's not getting the calls anymore. That did is, he ever get yeah. the calls though? He kind of did. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. I know. I don't. I don't agree with it, but I'm just saying I've heard that. Take that, whoever said that. Yeah. Here, here is the. The uh, off the offshoot of that theory is not oh, so much Jesus. that he doesn't get the calls. <laughs> that that's crazy. He, he gets the same calls. He feels more comfortable arguing with the calls than he, he does. Did. I agree with that. He's definitely more. That comfortable I think arguing. is is reasonable. Saying he doesn't get the calls anymore. I don't know mm-hmm. about that, but I do think he's more comfortable to so, vocalize his display. So hang on a second sure, here, obviously. Brandon. Uh, Clarence just took something crazy and made it less crazy. I want this noted. Well, Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. He just is pointing out an observation that we've all seen. Yeah, he but, he, but he, did, he, did, he, did a th- he did a good thing just there. I just wanted to commend him Oh, for yeah, it. he went less crazy. You're yeah, right. he went less crazy. He went in the exact yeah. opposite direction than I thought he was going to go. I want to rain you goofballs back all the goddamn time. <laughs> all the fucking time. I'm pulling the reins on this. You truly are the voice of reason. You Clarence. are the voice of reason. You really are. I want to check on Stu and make sure he's still there. Stu, you there? Still here. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, how much do you hate doing this podcast every week? I love doing the podcast. You just kind of like carry it. I, I just kind of, I'm along for the ride. You I'm don't st- like screaming at us, so it's kind of hard, you know? We I'm starting to worry, Steve. I'm starting to you worry a little bit. You've done a great job. I mean, it's all about hockey and stats. And Baseball? It's really about, like, you know, quoting, like, Goonies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've got nothing much to bring to the table tonight, and I'm really sorry about that. You're the only one of us who's a paid baseball writer, Stu. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> paid baseball writer is a really funny thing to write and say, but, you know. <laughs> Stu, maybe we can. The uh, brand. In the future, we'll send you some agenda topics, and then you can cut in with a haiku with a haiku for every single topic. Oh, I'm your I'm your Nipsey Russell now. I'm your little monkey on the like a. <laughs> I'm, 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 oh, oh, dance, Stu. Oh, dance Stu. for me. Oh, damn! You played the Nipsey card on me. Wow. Wow. Well, just like a little organ grinder, and I'm just here with my little hat and my symbols. Who's got monkey. Nipsey cards? <laughs> I love haikus. You guys know that. <laughs> I remember when Rocket used to have a set of Nipsey cards. Yeah. Those were great. Um, I have a question. Um, mm. How many mm. starts does Mike Pelfrey make uh, for the rest of his Twins Ooh. career? rest of his Twins career. Well, he's got Ooh, another wow. year under contract. contract. <laughs> um, so be, I think if this was a one-year deal, he'd be – we might be looking at a Jason Marquis situation pretty soon where they just said, yeah. you know what, this is not working out. Uh, two years – uh, I say. Have, I mean, I didn't. I didn't read post game today. Have they said anything about his spot in the rotation? Anything like Gardy that? hinted <laughs> at at it that this was you know that this Gardy might be old drop the kind of hints yeah. that we got to do something to, type deal. Yeah, okay. I mean, uh, if he let a fire, and I, I had this theory, yeah. kind of suspicion that this season they will pull the trigger on everybody far yeah. quicker than they have in the past. I, I don't I, have anything to back it up. They haven't said anything. Just a suspicion. Well, the, the thing and this year, yeah, the thing this year, I mean, is if they pull him out of the rotation right now, he might never go back in because it's not. I'm not saying they're they have a wealth of starting pitching, but they have at least more options at AAA and in the even mm-hmm. in even in the a major league staff yeah. to do know that, that than they had last year. So once he goes out, he might not go back in. Are they allowed to send Mike Pelfrey to AAA? Uh, I don't yeah. know what the rules. What's he have to allow for? It? Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's yeah. got a certain amount of service time that it would. 
I'm I gonna, don't have to lie. I don't know if the real a, genius is here. I'm going to take a Brandon <laughs> slash Andy Albers leap of logic and say it's going to be 240 more starts. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. Holy shit. Could be. Walter Johnson territory. <laughs> yeah. He's got seven and a half full seasons of starts to make for the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. 240 <laughs> starts and about 412 innings. Called faith. <laughs> He might, he might get to the innings limit if he's allowed that many. Brandon's like, feels good, doesn't it, to have faith in a man? Sure does. Feels I tried. I put I put my heart out there once. I got crushed for it. Feels Never good did. to have faith in a man. And there hasn't there hasn't been an episode that's gone by yet where we haven't made fun of you for that. I seriously thought he was like 21 years old. I thought we were dealing with a phenom. I don't know who I got him mixed up with. I still have no idea what I was reading and thought that we were talking about Albers. May have been I mean, Alan Anderson. You still would have been... Maybe he had a good sense. run there. Somebody yeah. named Paco yeah. Rodriguez is pitching to Joe Maher right now. If he doesn't get a hit, I swear to God, it's over. Maybe Paco Shooter Rodriguez? I think you thought it's... it was Shooter Hunt. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. He's going to be great. <clears throat> um, I don't. So Shooter Hunt's in jail, right? Is yeah, it? he'll be good in the penal league. What? <laughs> Nobody? Excuse Nobody me? wants that one? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> um. Is there any reason at all why the two-year deal should should change the Twins' decision on pulling from the rotation? And, and this is a sunk cost. None. Right? We're paying him no matter what. What is the point? Zero. No, uh, zero. I, I just I think it'll I think it'll inform the decision on whether they just flat out would release him or not. I think when you've got that much, you might try to work it out and see if he can have another role, or see if, he, if see if there's some sort of mechanical issue or injury issue that's causing him to you know to to be particularly bad. They're going to give him maybe one more start. If he does it again, they'll flip-flop him with Daduno right. and say, old Pelfy, he's going to try to work it out in the bullpen. Right. We've stretched out Daduno. Daduno's pitched 70 pitches the last four games because right. he has. He's, right. We've he stretched has. out Sammy enough. He can start. We'll let Pelf try to work it out in the bullpen a few times, and when we need him, we know he'll be ready. Right. That's what's going to happen. We'll yeah. give him maybe one more start. Maybe not. Maybe two, maybe zero. But Daduno is the next one up. It won't be Meyer. It'll be no, Daduno, it'll be Daduno, Daduno next. next. I think that's probably right. Yeah. That's, that's, you know. <laughs> what was that? That was Sophie, Stu? I'm guessing. Ah. Stu. <laughs> Stu? What are you doing? Okay. Sophie wants to go out. <laughs> she already went out. So. <laughs> <laughs> you guys realize that Sophie has now contributed more to this podcast than Stu has. Your dog impression. That's the Where's I love you dog. That's definitely Where's Stu pretending he's a dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe Maurer got a hit off Paco Rodriguez. Everything's Filled gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be fine. Everything's everyone. gonna be okay. Joe Maurer's two for four. Go back to your business, folks. Was anybody on second? Did he drive in any run? No, there's a guy. There's a guy in first, and now it's first and second. Oh no! So. Oh. One of the things I enjoy about this podcast is that there's very often at least two or three different conversations going Absolutely. on at yeah. the same time. Yeah, as, yeah. The, as it should be. There's just too many of us. How any of us could listen? Can, anyone could listen to this podcast is beyond me. It's a mystery. Yeah, it is a mystery. You can focus on the conversation you like and, like, you know, tune out the other two or three that are going on. You can, like, if we're talking about Fleetwood Mac. All right, let's get back to actual conversations about about sports, though, for for a minute here. What, what, none of us believe that the Wild are going to actually make it past uh, Chicago. So, what? They don't have any healthy goalies, of course not. Well, no. You all suck at Twitter. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. I just got to break up with her. That's all there is to it. Uh, But anyway, when it comes to the Wild, 
so what's it going to take to take that next step? Obviously, they've got to get settled with the, the goaltending situation. I mean, clearly this year when they got functional, very good goaltending, they were a very good team. Uh, basically in the first half of the or first month of the regular season, last little bit of the regular season. What else do they need to do to take that next step? I think what no, we've been Yeah, what we've been seeing all along. Change divisions. <laughs> He's a goalie, right? <laughs> Everybody at once. I miss when Stu didn't talk on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the days, man. No, I we were once that young. What we've sort of been seeing all along this season is some of those young guys are going to have to take the next step. And we've seen a little bit of that out of Halla, especially. At the How end can of the they year. when they don't fucking play them? Well, let's just ignore that for now. Give the keys to the kids. Give the keys to the Give kids. Give it to them. You've seen Granlund make. I think Granlund took a major step up in everybody's mind. They, just oh, yep. No doubt. Yep. Just in this series alone. Halla has been excellent down the stretch. Yes. Fontaine was scratching game seven, but what was he, the fourth leading scorer on the team this year? Zucker had injury problems and also had problems with the coaching staff hating him, but he's got to be an effective guy. It's it's not necessarily the top line, at least in my opinion, for the Wild that needs to improve or change or anything like that. Maybe not even the second line. Once you get even once you get past Koivu and Parisi and Pominville, you've got Granlund and you've got a guy like Niederreiter who could be an effective second line guy. They have Molson this year. Everyone thinks they're going to have Vanek next year. Right. But they need to have that effective third and fourth line, and that's where Halla and Zucker and Fontaine and all those guys have to come in to make those lines into effective lines. And if they can do that, then I think you can start matching up with Chicago in the playoffs because that's one of Chicago's great strengths is that their third line is also dangerous. Their fourth line is also dangerous. I would also sure like one more big defenseman. Yeah, it would be nice if Jared Spurgeon wasn't your (laughs) third best defenseman, but... I, God bless you, Spurgeon. That was a heck of a goal. Well, he's not. He's the fourth best defenseman, but still, he's not. He just is not well suited to playoff play hockey. hockey. He's just too small. He's too. I feel bad because the guy's got a ton of talent. Right. Hard no. He plays hard. He's 140 pounds. <laughs> you can't be <laughs> 140 pounds in playoff hockey. He scored a huge goal last night. I'm not taking that away from him, but. Man, life is difficult when you weigh 140 pounds and you're trying to move Topper Doozy out in front of the net. Holy crap, that's a that's a big boulder to push up a hill. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You're Jared Spurgeon. It's just hard. Yeah, if he was in It'd be a... nice if he was for if he had, fifth or sixth. Yeah, deep. if he had a different role and you had yeah. a bigger, you know, man, Willie, where's, Willie, where's Willie Mitchell right now? Well, they, get, well that's the... T- they do have two decent-sized guys in Scandella and Stoner. Yeah, neither of those guys do, is wayfish, but no, I like Scandella. Stoner, yeah. Uh, yeah, Stoner can't skate, but right. When there's when it's six and five, and there's forty seconds left in the game, and you need a guy that can bulldoze, just snowplow everybody out from in front of the net, but who you've got out there is Jared Virgin. That's that's problem. Things happen. Yeah, it's good when he when you're on offense with 40 seconds left in the game, and you need his shot to score a goal. It's like last night with two minutes or whatever was left. Right, That's a role he can play, but when you're on your heels playing D and you need to move guys around in your defensive zone, pushing you out of the way, he can't do it. He can't. And uh, But you need him to. That's that's what I think Michael's talking about. And mm-hmm. and if he be- was your fifth or sixth D that you could bring in on special offensive situations, that's great. Yep, and it would also be nice but, if Keith yeah. Ballard didn't have to play hockey anymore. 
What was the so cut? at the end of the day, you need yeah. a left wing, a center, a f- number three or four D, and figure out the goalie situation. And there you are. Yeah. Do they have the? Is that is that a reasonable offseason wish list? Is that? I think that's I think reasonable. So when you With the, the you caps s- going, the caps going up and up. No, no more heat lead. Caps going up. No more Healy, no more Molson. Six Brodziak, in my mind, they still have him under contract. But I think if you could find a buyer for Brodziak's con, it's a way to move his contract. Yeah, because you've got guys that can move that role. I think you so move his contract, use his money to, to somewhere else. And but the biggest man, if a, if a miracle could happen, Christmas miracle, and you move Backstrom's contract, it'll never no way. happen. That'll never, never happen. No, billion that's, years that's... ever ever happen. Well, that's, that's just that would be the key. That the is, biggest piece to this puzzle, about, right? Yeah, I'm being. I'm sorry. What's it? I was just going to say, but that the, the biggest piece to the puzzle is getting the goaltending yes. situation figured out. Yes. Yeah. When it they starts, got it begins good, and ends there. When they got good goaltending, they were a very good team this year. That's just the the bottom line. Uh, and yeah, so, right. so the question becomes: Does can we see any way? That they that they can improve. I mean, who's there? Uh, what are uh, what are the possibilities? You know, we know that a guy like Ryan Miller is going to be a free agent, but is he going to be worth what he commands? Um, I don't, I'm not even sure who else is out there. Uh, do we believe in Kemper enough? Uh, are we willing to trust the the keys of the franchise with this young kid with who now has a history of concussion problems? Is there any These hope on that horizon? These questions are unanswerable, but Chuck Fletcher makes a ton of money relative to the rest of us <laughs> to answer these unanswerable questions. That's This yeah. is on his shoulders. But does Chuck Fletcher have a podcast? Should. Uh, he probably should. What if he, he does? He and Rick, Spiel, like he and Rick a, Spielman should have a podcast. Oh. <laughs> can you... <laughs> I can only imagine the manhunt that Clarence would put out Rick every Spielman week. Where are they recording? On, like, I don't know, Urban Bicycling or something. You know, just something random. <laughs> urban Bicycling. And they're on assumed names and nobody even knows them. <laughs> I think that'd be kind of cool. I mean, like, just Chuck and Rick get together on Thursdays. And <laughs> I would actually like Rick Spielman a lot more if that was true. <laughs> I've got a... I've That's got a... I've got a potential sportive podcast contest. I want to know what you guys think about this. I like it. I think there should be some sort of contest to determine the specific date and perhaps even the specific time during the course of the 2014 calendar year when we get Mike's, the uh, Wolves are finally going to make the playoffs uh, post. Because I think people would be interested in that, and people would sign up for the podcast for that particular contest. Because everybody's going to have a guess for that one, right? Of course, we should have yes. a prize of some kind. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's got to be a contest. You yeah. got to do something to, you know. All right, the prize will be dinner with Mike. Prize will be uh, paid by for. Prize will be you take over my Twitter account for a day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rocket Lord. does, or I oh, get my God. that You're one of us fired. get to either one. That the that the, win, that the contest winner gets to take it over. I am I am very much signing up for this contest. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it has so, to be in secret though. So first first friend. tweet: My mother is a gigantic whore. <laughs> <laughs> you leave her out of this. She is a nice lady. <laughs> t- she's a very nice second lady. Tweet. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the second tweet: Pull pot hat gets a bad rap, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> you know who had some good ideas. <laughs> 
All right, so I'm going to say, when when does the NBA season start? Usually right around Halloween. All right, so November 7th. Wait, it's... Regular season starts around Halloween. Oh, no way. You're saying November, John? I'm saying the Wolves will win their first game, and that's when the post usually comes. I'm saying the day no. after the draft. I, that's the a, that's a much closer than that. Yeah, yeah, it's way earlier than yeah, that. That's day a much closer guess. I think be a decent player. They'll get Gary Harris or something. He'll be like, I don't see, I don't see how. No, uh, you guys see think, losses on the schedule. He thinks they're going to make the playoffs <laughs> next year, like now. Actually, I actually don't. That right now. I don't, don't think they're going to. I don't make the right now. I, I'm, I'm down. I'm down right now. It's going to take a lot to get my dauber back up. So my November seventh predictions looking pretty good right here. Should they hire a head coach? He will then be on the bandwagon. Give me, give me Tom. And one marginal trade, and I'm right back on there. <laughs> they could hire a fancy Ray. They could fucking hire <laughs> anybody, Ray. and you're right back on board. We used to see Fancy Ray all the time down at the Cable Access Studio. <laughs> that was great. That was the best. Yep. I'd for, like to hang out with that guy. For somebody who's not 86 years old, who is Fancy yeah. Ray? He's a uh, public access legend. He yeah, uh, was kind of a stand-up comedian, local celebrity guy who actually ran for mayor once. And, he ran and, for mayor a lot of times. Yeah, and he had uh, he had Probably a public access uh, show of some sort, and of we saw him when shoot. we were doing the public <laughs> access show. Yep. Did you ever see that couple and their neighbor escaping me? I, one, Viva I feel and Jerry? like a kindred spirit with yeah. Viva and Jerry. Oh my God, yeah, the yeah, they were there a lot. Yep. Yeah, we saw Viva. And you Jerry. saw them? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. they were there a lot. They're, they're my heroes. Did you no, guys have to so bring your own Fancy video Ray. recording equipment? No, that's that was what we got from them. We got their own. We got we used their video equipment and their editing equipment. We just provided the questionable talent. Who's we? What are we talking about? Our cable access TV show from 1999 through 2005. Rocket and I co-hosted a Vikings slash sports themed uh, cable access television program called Purple Funk. I did not know this. You didn't, know, that? You didn't know about Purple Funk. How did you not know this? I there's have a, no idea. I don't know how I There's over this? 125 episodes. They're all in my basement if you'd like to watch them sometime. They're all on VHS, yes, well, which is very convenient for today's modern technology. <laughs> I should really yes start digitizing There are three clips right now on YouTube that exist uh, that we that a friend of mine helped. Uh, uh, Mark Perlman, the bass player from the Jayhawks, helped me put three clips on YouTube one time. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> that is a thing. Stu, you can go is ahead. This Mad Libs? I can, I can um, vouch for this one, yes. You can vouch that Mark Perlman did it or that he is the bass player for the Jayhawks? Oh, I, I can know do that both. For sure. I can definitely... vouch both. <laughs> yeah. and I, can, I, think, I think Roman Augustovich is like a gimp in one episode or something like that. <laughs> he was on an episode. <laughs> he, no, that, he was a gimp. No. That's okay. No, Why did you let okay. Roman on the public Because we thought it would show. be really funny. He was... It it wasn't, but we <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was going to be. Thought it was going to be. Was... You just described the podcast in one sentence. <laughs> yeah. We thought it was going just to be fun. It was just for potential episode titles. Is "gimp" a bad thing to say yeah. about whom? Will the Will the gimp community be up in arms by it? If, it? if it's a self-selected type of thing, it's okay. But if you're like being mean to people who have disabilities, then it's probably not okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just didn't want to get sued. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm saying uh, I'm saying July twentieth hmm. at at nine eighteen a.m. July twentieth at nine eighteen a.m. That's that's pretty good. I'll have to work on that. So oh, it'll be in his like fifth specific. his fifth I mean, Timberwolves post in <laughs> on a July random July <laughs> like, Tuesday. Correct. I've got like ten correct. of them in draft mode right now. So you know, I've always got them in my holster. You know. But yeah, it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot to get me there. It's gonna we've got a coaching search. We've got, 
You know, we've got the draft. We've what's going to happen with Kevin Love? Are they going to be able to add anybody? But you is know, he coming I'll, back? Give us your opinion right now. I think it's I think it's fifty fifty right now. I, I don't. Which way are you going? Holy Which way is the wind shit. blowing? I think they probably keep him for a, another year because I just don't think they're in the position to to destabilize. Uh, you know, whatever they think they might have going, fan base wise and otherwise. But I don't know if that's the smart thing to do if they if they're can. I think I think if they're going to trade him, this is the time to trade him. But I don't will know if the going coach? To. Will the coach decision they make? Uh, be based on who Kevin Love wants. I hope not. Uh, they've they've said it's not going to, but you never know. Well, I mean, they're going to say that. Yeah, right. They're going to say that. They're going to say that. Be the truth. I don't know. I mean, anyway. I I I'm of the opinion it's going to be flipped. So I mean, I don't know. If, <laughs> so is everybody. So is everybody. On, heard about Flip getting hired as GM? Well, he's going to be the coach Taylor next year. Taylor came out said. publicly and was like, "I do not want this to happen." That's his boss. Yeah. It well, can't be flipped. It's Mike's it boss, too. Fuck, I know yeah. it can't be flipped. It's everybody's boss. I, I know this. But not this year. No fucking way is it flipped. I, I changed my guest to July 21st because the 20th is a Sunday. <laughs> 20th is the day after my wedding, so I don't know perfect, what that means. That, it so makes be, perfect be sense. a wedding then. gift. Yeah. My wedding gift to you, John, is a Timberwolves <laughs> optimism post. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I should right. update my art for that? Should I take off the Ricky Rubio smoke alarm? Uh, <laughs> it's a fake arm thing. Should I? Should, yeah, picture kind of, of from John's wedding. I'm kind of fond of that. <laughs> Who uh, did? Okay, Rand, I am too. Fifty-fifty. That love comes back for this season. Yes. Right? What about what is the percent chance that he's back in two years from now? That he resigns with us. Man, I, I just don't see it. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just Minnesota pessimism, and I have no insider information on get this. Up, but I get over I, it. <laughs> Dang it, I was going to say that. <laughs> you get over it, Clarence. No, what you're supposed to say is just no. Yeah, I think we waffle between like 0 and 8% on this podcast. I yeah, mean, it just feels so incredibly unlikely. It's, you know, I, I just, I, I, unless something unless something weird happens this year where they really are good, I mean, it's part of the problem is the conference they play in is really, really good, and the, the way they're constructed right now, I just don't know how much room they have to get better. But isn't that isn't that and why? Who's getting worse? Exactly. Isn't that why it's got to be a hundred percent that he comes back this year? Because don't you have to swing for the fences this year to try to entice him for following years? Yeah, but if you do that, then you're really running a risk that you get nothing for him. Well, I'm I'm not arguing that. I'm saying, but uh, you, you know what? You've got a fan base. Well, let me let me use this comparison. And, and, and also, one more thing quick, too, is uh, one thing you do have in trading him this summer is he really he technically has two years left on his contract, and if, if he's trying to leverage free agency, he could at least agree to the team he's traded to uh, that he will honor the final year and not opt out. So that gives you the, the flexibility of a team not thinking he's just a rental player in this offseason. Mm-hmm. But here's, That's a good point. Here's the yeah, thing I, I keep coming that. back to, which is it might be a good comparison, it might not be, but about 10 years ago we were having this, well, not exactly 10 years ago, we were having the same discussion about Kevin Garnett. Yeah, but eight years ago. And yeah. trading <laughs> Kevin Garnett did not make the Timberwolves good. No. Trading Kevin Love won't make the Timberwolves good. I don't know if someone could put together a package for Kevin Love that is going to turn this franchise around. There's nothing about Kevin Love that taking him out of the lineup and adding blank is going to make the Tim Rolls better. There's 
There's, there's no. I'm not saying he's how, a perfect player, but there's no. How the hell did he sucker us into Timberwolves? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we knew it. This but I, how, how, how did this happen? At least it was hour two, you guys. At least it was hour two. So the point I wanted to make was. I would rather that they take a swing next year with whatever they happen to have on the table and then lose Kevin Love for nothing rather than trade him and get Al Jefferson and the poo-poo platter like they did for Garnett and guarantee that they're going to suck for 10 more years because they're trying to climb out from underneath that. Yeah, I, and I don't, think that's, I don't think that's a terrible analogy or a terrible thought. Um, I think Garnett was, it was probably a different scenario because he'd been here for so much longer. They'd had a measure of success by you know a lot of playoff appearances and at least that one trip to the conference finals and, and Garnett was a much better player in his prime I think than Love will be yeah absolutely but um, you know that's right you, you're very right trading him isn't going to make you immediately better the question is can trading him if you make the right trade can that set you up for a better future I, it's, it's got to yes. be the absolute right trade and I don't know I disagree with John vehemently the Lakers will never be this bad. That's where he's going anyways. You might as well get the best draft pick out of him that you can, and this is the year to do it uh, before he's gone anyways and you get nothing. Yeah. I mean, that's those are the two That's that, those are the two arguments right there. It's, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see how they kind of well, navigate these water. What? Fascinating. Mike fascinating. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be mildly diverse. It's going to be something to watch. <laughs> it's going to be vaguely newsworthy. It's going to be something, all right. Um, now, did the Timberwolves make the playoffs or not? Yes. No. They did. No. How are they doing? Uh, they made the uh, they made the Pythagorean playoffs. Yeah, that's oh, big. Yeah. They made the expected the win. playoffs. They were going to make up so much ground in March. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Those expected wins just never came. Yeah, Recapping every cool. podcast we did between January and March. <laughs> well, I don't see many losses on the schedule. Uh-huh. Well, they'll lose that one. Can't find a loss. Can't find a loss. Yeah. A poor Brandon. Poor, poor Brandon. It just never really worked out for A lot me. of hope. They wound up missing the playoffs by like nine games. Which is yeah. not. And the worst part is his other team was the 76ers, who were historically bad. So it's been a rough year for Brandon. Yeah, but they wanted to be bad. So it's nice seeing something happen that they tried to have happen. So <laughs> I still have faith in my Sixers. He just like the kid on the playground who's tired of getting beat up, so he just starts punching himself she, before everyone else. just too good looking, guys. I, I got to break <laughs> up with the 76ers. <laughs> that was your game plan. Yeah. That's it. To help this you with do. your. This will do. Not enough heartbreak oh. with the Wolves. i got to find a second team to, to kill me <laughs> night in and night out. You guys will all be laughing in, uh, sometime in the next 50 years when that team Oh, believe it. We, I will be laughing. <laughs> next year, Brandon's going to be on the Wolves bandwagon, the 76ers bandwagon. He's going to be on the Save the Supersonics bandwagon, too, <laughs> just for the maximum amount of misery. I will say I still feel better being on the Sixers and the Wolves bandwagon than our friend Clarence here on the fucking Lakers bandwagon. <laughs> Run by uh, Tommy Boy. <laughs> Hasn't made right. one smart move yet. Oh, they used to be good. We'll see. We'll w- wait and see. We'll wait and see. We, I we, think you guys should have a we'll bet based see. on the Timberwolves and 76 record versus the Lakers record next year. Hmm. Combined? Do I get two teams? Yeah, you get to average them out. Oh. The no, average between fair. those two oh. teams. The average between those Jesus. two teams versus the Lakers. You know, the Sixers was a, was a long play. It was, a, it was a long view, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm big Sir in the long <laughs> Sir Wanga. Here we go. And, uh, and nuance. So cha, cha, cha. Just keep backpedaling. Yeah. 
Next year's not going to be the year for my Sixers, but they'll be there soon. It's, it's just not working out, guys. I got to break up with her. <laughs> Man, I still remember that. I still remember a story I wrote for the Star Tribune in 2000 about how Waswasaranga had turned the corner. <laughs> oh no! Oh yeah. no! Yeah, I was just doing my it's job. But Chris yeah. Cook. Yeah, what was that was one of those where the editor door, had to Michael? order you? What? <laughs> What was that knocking on the door, Michael? Opportunity. <laughs> it was opportunity, baby. <laughs> that was a different story. But yeah, Wasp was wrong. It was it was in it was in advance of the NFC title game too. Was that before? Uh, if I remember correctly, is that the one where he would not grant you an interview? He did. He did. Uh, his twin brother Cato stood me up. <laughs> That's what? right. Yeah, I waited. I waited an hour and a half for four minutes with Waswa Sarwanga and zero minutes with Cato Sarwanga. Was he oh, a man. player or was he just a yeah, guy? Yeah, like no, he was a player. Just... He played for the Colts. Uh, and he happened oh. to be in the locker room. And I was like, hey, this is great. This will add to the story. And he just didn't want to talk, apparently, because he hates me. Or other Well, that reasons. makes sense that a Colts player would Yeah, I don't know why. Or... I don't know why. That's odd. That's a story for another time. We've, we've gotten really deep in this podcast without talking about the NFL draft. Do we just not I was care? just going to ask you, who are they going to take? I, I didn't want to forget. Manzel. Not not who you want them to oh, take. Who are they sacrificing uh, animals in your shrine? I need in some inside info. Mike. I think they're going to need something. I, I need it. I think they're going to take some. Uh, they're going to take defensive player X. I don't think they're going to take God a quarterback. I think you're right. Fuck. No way. Are you serious? Fuck you. But I know you. I right. thought it was. I thought it was for sure quarterback, no matter what. No, they're going to do something because it, Spielman's a weasel. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to try to buy himself more time. You're on Find Team Evil on Spielman, right? <sighs> Urban bicycling. We're on no, Evil. we're on Team Evil. Spiel- yeah. Spielman's both incompetent and evil. You're on, te- you're on both teams, that's right. I'm on Team Both, yep. Play for both teams, yep. I do. You both ways. You swing both ways. I, I do. I don't, I don't know if that's a terrible idea to go defensive player. Uh, I don't think it's oh, going to be Oh, here we go. Come on. I don't, your I, I just, buddy. This take is too hot. It's too Your hot. buddy. <laughs> Your, your boyfriend. I know. I, I don't. It, it's not. It's not going to be a popular pick, but it, you know your odds or are the impactful pick. Yeah, it will matter. I think. I think what they could do. I think what would kind of what would would, would perhaps interest me is defensive player at eight, and then trade back into the you know low twenties and get a quarterback if someone falls uh, with that extra third round pick you have from the Harvin trade. If Bridgewater falls <laughs> to the twenties like some people think he might yeah. and they trade in to get him and yeah. they get a starting linebacker yep. at eight yep. at Bridgewater, I will do cartwheels out yep. here in the front lawn, buck ass naked, yep. all the way around the house. Yep. It would I feel be, like as opposed to what other I do that anyways. Yeah. yeah. It's not really yeah, that big of a Yeah. No. I still want Manzel obviously, but I don't think that's gonna happen. You want it because you are a jack, a media jackal. I am a media jackal. I also just think he's going to be the best player in this draft, flat out. Do you really? I really do. I really think he's going to be special. Wow. He's so tiny. I seriously thought it was smaller than you. He's Jared Spurgeon. That is a hot sports take. It's a hot sports take. It's too hot. This microphone, I just blew it. It's on fire right now. It's It's always on fire. I got dragon breath. This is the sport of podcast. (laughs) Dragon breath. Um, is there a comp? We've talked about this a lot. Is Doug Flute, he's the only guy that we could come up with, a little tiny quarterback that has found some success. Is Doug Flute he's, the only one? He's not that small. Well, that's that's the problem. He's like right? the size of Drew I mean, Brees. He's the size of Drew Brees. 
Richard, but he's a lot thinner than Drew Brees. Not really. He's, Drew Brees is not very big. Skinnier. No, he's not actually. He's about the same size as Drew Brees. So Johnny Manziel is Drew Brees and Brett Favre combined. That's what I'm saying. That's pretty, pretty, much what I, pretty much what I'm saying. With maybe a little bit of, uh, I don't know, little Jim McMahon, a little bit of Houdini thrown in, <laughs> little bit of Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, just a little persecuted. Yeah, that that's that's the fear though, right? That's the ultimate fear that what you're dealing with is a, a Michael Vick or even a Robert uh, Griffith who. Griffin. Griffin, who had... Uh, Robert Griffith was right, too, in this comparison. <laughs> yeah, that, would, that would also be a good one. Robert Griffith, you know, who had a really great rookie season but got hurt at the end of it and couldn't make it through his second season. And, you know, there's, he's just... You guys are right. He's just kind of tiny. That's There's zero chance he ta- that Spielman takes Manziel. None. Zero. I think there's Not zero chance he's left. I think there's zero. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's, the big, that's that's my bigger gamble. That's my bigger variable is I just don't think he'll be there. I Either think. Cleveland will take him at number four, no. or Jerry Jones will go stir crazy no. and trade every Even pick plus twelve there, players to you're trade probably up. Right, he won't himself. be there, but if he's there, they still won't take him. No if, chance. If he's take there him. and they pass on him, I'll burn it all to the ground. You why, and everybody why else who is he he traded to he he drafted Ponder that was him right that was yes. a that's kind of why <laughs> that's why he I don't know Clarence was that was that Spielman that drafted Ponder Clarence yeah I mean, I'm, I'm not I clear on that remember that he had something to do with that risky quarterback pick so now he's saying I did it once and it was bad yes. so I can't do it anymore yes. that's exactly it well yes. how about this that's one a oversimplified for me as I'm Great saying, White no. once said yeah. once bitten twice shot I'm not buying. If because Manziel has such a chance to be a bust, he is yes. is all or nothing. That yes, I agree with Spielman that. Spielman not only will never have another job in the NFL if Manziel busts. Not only will he never work again in football. Get, I mean, he'd be he'll like, get kicked off his own podcast if he does. He that. will be yeah, his urban bicycling. Podcast. <laughs> this week it's <laughs> urban bicycling with Chuck. No, it's not. He'll be lucky to be like um, <laughs> assistant SID at Choctaw State. That that will be his ceiling. <laughs> That's a pretty good gig. Excellent pull. Oh, yeah, come on, man. I mean, hire Stu. I mean, come on. Don't, it's not, be it's not thumb our noses in employment here. I mean, come on. The guy <laughs> that had A.J. Feely, Ponder, and yeah. Menzel. At the same that time. That would be his legacy. He won't do yeah. it. He well, knows. What about this one? That, but don't you think he's on his last legs and needs to swing for the fences a tiny bit That's why he'll pick a development quarterback. So that he has three to four years before they finally run him out of town like they did. That's insane. That's fine. That's you call me ins- he's a weasel. <laughs> Polly Shore. Do he's you really think Clarence do you really think his oh, draft record the Vikings is that bad? Yes. You really do? You know how I know? Uh, well, this is Don't like you're saying this is like a fact, okay. This is interesting. Well, oh, it's Jesus. not it's not just a fact. <clears throat> the fuck could look at this look at the results the, the, since he's been on in 2011 two of, of the three seasons since he's been general manager they've had two of the worst seasons in the history of Vikings football they were also That's digging they were the draft. they were digging out of a cap problem created by Childress and his interesting uh philosophies in a certain certain degree don't you oh, think they they you they, can't have a po- so you can't have a full phrase. You can't say <laughs> yes, that Childress yes, dug can. him into a, a cap hole, but also Spielman was responsible for drafting years. 70 Pro Bowlers since 2006. <laughs> seven, not <laughs> 70. And it didn't include well, 2006. More than Thompson. Well, no, it was like, how many Pro Bowlers was it? Since? Seven. 
They they they, fall, they they incorrectly gave him credit for 2005. I think that was uh, that well, was friend. Are we talking about Pro Bowlers? Yeah, they, pro they, they, I know. Isn't that insane? It's an, it's an, it's an old glove of football. It's an imperfect. It's an imperfect science. Michael's post was about Pro Bowlers. The thing that talking about. We're talking about Pro Bowlers. Same thing. That's just a relay race in a. Tug of war, right? Brandon, I, let's, I, just you and I talking here, Brandon. I want because you must not have seen <laughs> this. I want to explain <laughs> to you this post because this here, I'll mute the rest of us. Angry, Brandon. I just want to explain this to you. This was Michael's Please. post. Yeah, just Rick Spielman has drafted more Pro Bowlers than Ted Thompson since 2006. Oh, that was the focus my. to the post. No, I, it happened to be true. It's accurate. It's did it accurate. get published? It did. It, it, and, it was, and this was not my research. This was a. Uh, this was me basically parroting something by ESPN.com. <laughs> oh, so wrong and you, and you still. Wrong and lazy. Yeah, no, it wasn't wrong. It was just lazy. <laughs> Everything about it. My defense. Every, it, it, wrong and lazy every is strong single, the headline on <laughs> Every single component of it was... Insane, clinically insane. <laughs> it was not clinically insane. It was It was. It was passably true. take. It was. <laughs> I, I stood there. I saw that line of you know, like on Twitter, like the headline yeah. of it, and I stared at that like. <laughs> I, what, I, I knew. I knew. Before we even going to click on this, I want to absorb. I knew it. Get you. I think basically, that. I'm I'm up to like one post a week right now. That's basically just trolling you. <laughs> you know that, that, right? You know that, right? I, I do know. That, I mean, I know I that anything, like, anything that's going to get a lot of clicks me. is also going to really troll you. Let me let me ask you let me ask you one more question because I'm I'm actually really sick of the draft and I'm sick of looking yeah. at fake drafts and all this. Just get this we stupid thing. We call them mock drafts. Don't that, don't dis. I mean. Fake they're they're don't, fake drafts. Whatever. Yeah. They're stupid. Don't dishonor the process. I just called you boobs. stupid and lazy, and you're telling me don't, not to dishonor this process. This time honored, well worn process. Don't throw water on the men who deign to figure this out ahead of time. Their blood, sweat, and tears are in these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I <laughs> called these these fine gentlemen down. Uh huh. <laughs> but anyway, here's the question. All right, because this is I actually differ with Mike on this one. Bridgewater and Manziel yeah. are still both available at eight. Who do mm. you take? Man- Manziel. Ted Bridgewater. This isn't. This is your question. This is a. Yo, Bridgewater. He's the correct. Answer. That is my. That is my question. Yeah, but you know who Rand Teddy takes? I, I, I know. He does. Got to get the clicks. I'm going to the wall. I'm going to the wall with him. I just think he's Media that good. Jacket. I think he's that good. It's not even just about the clicks. It's not. All right. We'll, you may we'll end see. Up being right. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. He is all I think or nothing. He is. He is. And I think he's all. But we'll see. He does. What is what is the? Um, I don't, I honestly don't pay a ton of attention to mm-hmm. a lot of this. What is the supposed <laughs> downside That's to good. him? Is it just he's he just takes too many risks and it's not going to fly in the Man, NFL. Menzel, yeah, that he, that he freelances too much and that he's going to get hurt. I mean, that's... He won't get away with it. And that his, okay. his that his playboy lifestyle will catch up to him. So, yeah, so he'll, what, he'll get hurt or something? <laughs> yeah. What? The, <laughs> he's going to hurt it. Yeah, he's going to... Yeah. <laughs> the telling quote was from Holmgren. They interviewed Holmgren about Menzel oh, and he oh said, God. well, that's good. He won't be able to get away with what he got away with in college in the NFL. Yeah. He uh, will Mike, get killed. Michael well, that's the same with every quarterback. When you're going to trust somebody, Mike Holmgren uh, is the mind you want to trust. Not every. Well, <laughs> it's, 
It's not like he's, Mike he's, Holmgren's got more success than anybody on the fucking Vikings staff right now. So you can Mike Holmgren's got half it. a grilled cheese sandwich in his mustache right now. See, you're treading in dangerous waters right now, Clarence, because Mike is about to bring up North Turner. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not. And <laughs> then I'm going to have to kill him. I would never make you that angry. I'd never make two people that angry at the same time. <laughs> just focus on one. That's I'll just good. focus on, one, at a t- one at a time. Unless it's on Twitter. Focus Unless it's on Twitter, important. then I can get a lot at once. <laughs> Okay, so but if you it's can rein him in kill. with a good coach, he's super athletic. You right? can't rein Johnny Manziel in. You don't want he's to. He's a wild stallion. <laughs> you don't you want to. put a corral around around no. Johnny Manziel. No, no. no stables. It's, it's like roping the wind, Brock. You can't <laughs> do it. Like roping the wind. It's true. Can't do it. Uh-uh. Don't want to either. <laughs> no. The nope. wind doesn't deserve yeah. it. The wind deserves more. It needs it's to like, be free. It's like trying to tell a rainbow, hey, don't be a rainbow. You can't know? do it. Brandon. can't do it. Brandis. Yes. <laughs> Rope in the Wind is a Garth Brooks album title. It is. Actually, oh, that's it right. Is. It is. That's Son right. Of a bitch. It is. Yep. That can't be a yeah, podcast title. Then you get sued. Sail my vessel. That one. Yeah. No. I I'll play so. up to the. Uh, oh boy. The river off runs the dry. Rails. Was on in pieces. The river runs dry. It's uh, um, yep. River runs dry. Was in in pieces. I believe not. This podcast is. Talk. Just become unlistenable. Yeah, this podcast is terrible, <laughs> Rocket. But you knew that. Just? Yep. There's always. I, I I love this point every week. Bottom of the ninth, the Twins game is now four hours old, unless there's been some sort of rain delay that I don't know about. No. Is this just like a brotherhood thing with the poor sods that have to cover that Twins game that have been at the park all day today, and you're just like, I feel so bad for I'm them? I'm just. I'm. I consider myself to be a reasonably patient person compared to a lot of people. Maybe you guys would disagree with that, but. Maybe some of you, you watch me watch quarterback. You're more patient than the rest of us. That's right. You put up with me. So you I, get sick of things. You put I, up with my 40 Twitter <laughs> messages too I, that day. So you are very patient. I, I don't know how this pace of play in baseball is sustainable. It's killing me, and I love baseball, and I'm a fairly patient I know, person. I'm with you. When is the breaking point? It's got to be right. It's got to be in the last couple of years, right? It's gotten so much worse. I, I just uh, it's it, has it though. People have yes. been complaining about the pace of play in baseball for. Thirty years. Yeah, games are they half an hour. Games are half an hour longer than they used to be. Games are Gen Yers like Broxy can't take it. They just can't. It's the me first generation. Bro, but, if you uh, don't pitch it, I'm back on Snapchat. <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, games that last three and a half, four hours routinely. It's just, I, I don't. Why? What do we blame for that though? Everybody's what the, stri- do do? the strike zone and players are the tech. The technology has gotten so good that players know what's a strike and what's a ball so well, and they're also conditioned to know that they're probably better off taking a pitch instead of swinging at it. So you're getting working a the count billion deep counts. Working the count is, you know, uh, a source of pride. And you got guys like Chris Colabella who adjust their soccer gloves every every time they start So the two blocks. answers are... Pitching changes. The two answers are go back to the the regular strike zone and have it be enforced by robots or whatever like sure. technology. That's one. And two, like a shot clock. Shot clock. Where the batter has to be in the box and the pitcher yep. has to throw it. Yep. Those just two simple answers speed up the game by what? Uh, 45 minutes? Yeah. Maybe you take the shot clock yeah. off in the ninth inning. I don't know. Maybe that's... Maybe in the ninth... Fine. I'm willing to compromise here, but those then, two then simple... Then it becomes things, basketball. Even just the, the shot the clock game. starts... Makes a ton of difference, wouldn't it? I think so. Because uh, there's, 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 there's a ton of time between pitches. It's there's ridiculous. A, it's between Hopefully, you wouldn't also, have a job. 
Something <laughs> about um, limiting uh, amount of mid-inning relief changes as well. I don't know how you would do it, but it's just ridiculous. Like one, the worst thing ever is the guy comes in and face one one batter. How about like soccer? You only get three substitutions. I don't know how you game. get around that. That's yeah, you can't because the guy's gonna fake these. That's just crazy talk. <laughs> three yeah, subs per game, just like soccer. Okay. And then if a fourth guy gets hurt, then you just have to play with <laughs> play a man short. You have to be you like my high school team that either. played a guy with a broken arm. I wasn't, you know who I, I wasn't really serious about the three subs. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just so you used to Brocky and his terrible ideas I that I took you seriously. <laughs> well, I think wow. we all agree on the shot clock. Brandon, you hear that? Yeah, I, I, like the, I, like the, I like the shot clock idea. We just fixed you baseball. Know who I felt the no one's going to hear it, but we just fixed baseball. Last night, didn't you all feel terrible for a guy like, well, I don't know who, but like Phil Miller. So everybody's yeah. watching the wild game and you know, it's just crazy. Everybody's intense and Oh, it's such terrible Twitter or whatever. Brock <laughs> shit. I turned it off uh, immediately. It everybody is going to break up and, with her like, tomorrow. Just pins and needles. And then you'd see in your timeline, like Phil Miller, uh, Ed Escobar just grounded out to second. You're like, Oh, for Phil, you'd see 40 tweets yeah. in a row about how exciting the hockey game is. And there, and there's for her. Who Miller? Who are or, the people that were at the Twins game yesterday willingly as fans? Like I just, I, I, I can't even imagine. I like know. I, I love baseball, but that's that was a game seven that was on the television on a really terrible night outside. You don't Everybody even have to own a the television. Bars. There are many establishments around town that would willingly show you that game. They probably even pour you a beer while they you watch it. They probably would. I bet they would have. I bet they're cheaper. I than can't imagine. And if you were at the Twins game, why were you not in a in one of the 15 bars they have there. Watching the Wild. Watching game. the Wild and the Twins. At the That's same what Perkins time. probably wished he was I've, doing. I've heard that there are some people, though, that um, prefer baseball to hockey. Hmm. They just don't like hockey at all. Yeah. Right? Like, just don't give people. a shit about hockey. Even those people. I don't. I mean, I don't understand. not everyone watches hockey for the Twitter feed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do, but. Some know. people just don't like it in general. Huh. Who are those people? <laughs> I, I believe that's a sport of fact. I'm not the like Russians. they don't absolutely love it, like it's their second favorite sport. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I think I would think yeah. even a, any Minnesota sports fan of any weight would be interested in that game last night. I just, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. Even if it's, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I turned it off. I just, it, wow. it, if you're not invested you in, you weren't it, trying, but you did it emotionally. <laughs> Seriously, guys, tomorrow I'm yeah, totally breaking up. With you it. weren't trying, but you still got there. Yeah. I totally it was understand. Effortless. If you it was effortless it for you. You're, if you're obsessed with it and you get into it, I totally understand the amount of investment because it's like the mm-hmm. tensest thing in the world, playoff yeah, hockey. It is. But if you're not, it, it's. I think it's similar to baseball in some ways, where it's just. It's hard to be casually entertained. There's pucks and sticks. How, how, how could any human being not be casually entertained at that game last night? Holy Christ! Elmo, like you it. just you, oh, this is unbelievable. Because you this don't... is uh, this is utter. How can a human being who enjoys sports Rock is not hurt. be entertained by that game last night? That game was know, phenomenal from start to finish. If you like sports, that's what you like. For God's sakes, it was back and forth the whole damn time how can any human being just a person a living person with a goddamn pulse not like that game that's so stupid that's true that's a good counterpoint oh man 
that was wonderful. I know, man. I mean, God damn it, I'm breaking up with her tomorrow, guys. That was fun to watch. <laughs> man. Oh, my God. That's, oh. All right, we should probably – let's close her out there. Anybody else Every got anything else to week. say? <laughs> Every week. For, oh. You broke Rocket, uh, Brandon. You broke, broke him. I can't think of your time, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right, anybody else got anything before we go? Stu, you got anything to say? Uh, the uh, the uh, Twins have walked 11 guys tonight, and none of them have scored. What? That's incredible. That is an actual stat from Waffle. On the Twitter, Just in tonight's right? game, not not like during the doubleheader. Not the doubleheader. Tonight's stupid. game, they have walked eleven There's guys. Your four-hour game, right there. That's why you have a four-hour game. You're right. Actually, they walked they walked those eleven guys in the first six and two-thirds innings. Good God, that is insane. So, <laughs> for every two outs, there was a walk. That's what we're saying. Yes, <clears throat> that's, that's a lot of walks. Saying. That's a lot of walking out. Call some strikes. It's not eight hour. It's not eight in one inning, but that's a lot oh. of walks. Call some that's strikes. A lot of walks. Brandon, you got anything else to contribute before we go? Well, I think I probably riled you guys up enough. You did. Felt good for the night. Yeah, it's cathartic. Felt good. Felt good. It's nice to yell instead of be yelled at. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rand. Thank you for being on the podcast yet again. As always good times. podcaster emeritus Rocket. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't have enjoyed your first appearance more. <laughs> I wish that you could be here more often. I enjoyed all the crying. Same here. <laughs> oh, 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 God, no. <laughs> <laughs> anytime. Anytime. D- did you enjoy yourself? That's oh, the real question. Sweet Jesus, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's about how he thought. Uh, for everybody still listening, I don't know why, but thanks for listening. Uh, it's good to see you. Good to talk to you. Send, well, send Stu to the replacements. Send Stu to the place. You know the. Yes, thank you. It's, by the way, I don't even understand. I don't even quite understand these people that are coming out of the woodwork. I haven't even seen these names before, but they're coming out of the woodwork to send Stu to the replacements concert. So we've got him one ticket. Apparently, we're just going to buy him ten tickets. The internet's a weird, wonderful place. The internet is a wonderful place. As Stu said on Twitter today, that it makes him feel less dead inside <laughs> and less hollow. So feel yeah. alive and whole, Stu. You're loved by many people who want you to do something that they know you would enjoy. That is great. Well, besides hand jobs at bus stations, that's you know the thing I enjoy the most. I'd like thanks. <laughs> I'd like to thank Stu for ruining this wonderful moment that we were having there. And for the rest of you, we'll see you. Bye.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.